Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. Hey, uh, welcome. Welcome to the Hushbow Black Forum. You've got me, Hushbow, driving this train tonight. Hey, it's November. November 28th, yeah. Wow, last show of uh, November here. This year is just about gone, y'all. This is uh, the uh, Thanksgiving weekend, post-Thanksgiving weekend. Thanksgiving was Thursday. Everybody have enough? Get enough of that bird. Oh, we had a we had a good Thanksgiving day. I mean, yeah, we uh, had to do uh, about five pounds of chitlins. <laughs> hey, don't nobody eat no chitlins here but me. So you know, uh, I uh, I have to do everything. Though. The thing about being the only one in the house that eat them, you have to buy them. You have to clean them, you have to cook them, and then eat them. Oh, yeah. I I had a couple of people want to, uh, because I still got something left, you know, five pounds. Five pounds of chitlin, y'all, don't go go that far. Anybody, any chitlin eaters out there, they know that uh, five pounds don't get you uh, very far. I have to uh, take care of my uh, my Facebook friends, y'all. Let them know that the hospital's out there on the air. Yeah, I just got to mop up a little thing. See, we're taping this program tonight here. We think we're going to upload it to YouTube, have a regular podcast here. We, we've been getting our new studio together there, and hopefully we'll have a better product for you here. My listening audience, my Facebook friends, how y'all? Y'all doing all right? Hey, let me know. We got a call in number, y'all. 1-888-588-3814. That's our free call in to the Hushbow Black Forum. If y'all uh, uh, want to join in on the conversation, we all over the place this evening. We've got a lot to talk uh, talk talk about. But we do, we advocate, advocate on behalf of Americans of African descent, advocate for social justice on their behalf, not because we don't love everybody. We do love everybody. We won't let you know that. But by extension, uh, we're part of that community, find ourselves advocating on their behalf. Lord knows. We we need all the advocates that we can get, y'all. We need all the advocates that we can get. Uh Somebody jumped the uh, White House fence. President's family in there eating, eating Thanksgiving dinner. Somebody jumped the gate again. Why he wasn't shot, I don't know. He uh, walked away. What color was it? What, what difference does that make? Somebody white. <laughs> he was white. <laughs> so, 
somebody somebody in the peanut gallery trying to infer that uh, that has something to do with it, that he's still alive. What about the guy in uh, Colorado Springs? He went into the Planned Parenthood facility, killed three people, one of them being a policeman, shot up nine others, four of them policemen, and he walked out with his hands up and gave up. Ain't got a scratch on him. Oh, he was white, too. But I, that, is that got anything to do with it, y'all? I, I don't know. <laughs> it a strange coincidence. Yeah, it is that now. But a brother up in Chicago got shot 16 times while laying down on the ground. <laughs> oh, he was a brother. Young dude, 17. They still marching up in Chicago trying to uh, make sense of it. But, uh, you know, all this stuff is crazy, y'all. How that guy walked out of that uh, Planned Parenthood without being killed, I don't know. Now, at some point, at some point, uh, you got to start asking questions. You wonder why uh, uh, Americans are after this and are uh, kind of suspicious of uh, our police force. You wonder why that community is so suspicious of uh, the police force. I mean, here you got a 17-year-old kid, really, didn't deserve to be dead for doing really nothing that I could see. Somebody said he stabbed a police car window, and then he slashed a tire. And he gets shot dead 16 times, yet here's a, another person who bust into a, uh, a, a facility Kill three people, shoot up nine others, and he walk out with his hands up <laughs> without a stretch on him, y'all. Now, so that's something different. Something's wrong there, y'all. I'm sorry. Something is wrong. I can see something wrong. Now, why uh, the powers that be can't see uh, 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 something wrong there, I don't know. But uh, I can, you know, empathize with those folks marching in the street. Uh, talking about Black Lives Matter, hey, they absolutely do matter. And uh, from what we can see, uh, a lot in the police force, uh, a lot of our policemen don't uh, don't see it uh, uh, that way. It's about uh, six minutes after seven, y'all in ATL. We come to you live and in living color every Saturday over Blog Talk Radio uh, from a, from the ATL. Yeah, we come from from the sunny south. Uh, it's 70, degree, 70 degrees out here uh, uh, today. Just a beautiful day. Uh, of course, the weather's changed. I mean, winter's right around the corner, y'all. About three more weeks, winter will be up in here. And uh, we uh, got one more test. Algebra test, uh, uh, you all. And Hush will be finished with algebra. <laughs> we'll be finished with math. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I, I'm here to tell you, we, we'll be finished with uh, uh, math and all that craziness. Uh, we, we, you know, we're just getting the hang of it too, and I really don't, uh, I don't mind it that much. You know, once you uh, get the uh, get the feeling for it, it's not that bad. You know, I really uh, kind of enjoy it, although. At my age, you know, while 
while I uh, I pick up stuff real quick. Uh, my problem is not learning it. <laughs> my my problem at my age is retaining the uh, the information. <laughs> it's like one uh, in one ear and out the other <laughs> simultaneously. So <laughs> hey, we just say it. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy, but uh, yeah, we uh, we'll be finished with that thing. We got one more final. We got the final to go on December the eighth, and uh, I'll be uh, finished with uh, my college algebra. Uh, yeah, we back at school again. Hey, having big fun too. You're never too old to uh, to learn some new skills, y'all. <laughs> You ain't ever too old to learn new skills. That's 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 just the bottom line. As far as I'm concerned, you know, you're never too old to uh, to learn. In fact, I I uh, I got this one class, African American Studies, Introduction to African American Studies, and uh, you you know I prided myself. I wrote two books. The Water Boy, The Life and Trials of Jimmy C. Cameron, and then Racism and Hate in American Reality. Uh, that uh, is my latest. You can find both of my uh, books, by the way. I am an Arkan author. And I do pull my stuff out here on the Hushmo Black Forum. You can go to my website, hushmoblack.com. Go to hushmoblack.com, and you can find uh, both of my uh, books out there. And I did quite a bit of research on... Uh, my history, my family history, first of all, then just uh, uh, the history of uh, Americans of African descent here in this country. And uh, I thought I knew uh, quite a bit about it, but then uh started researching my uh, third book. I'm researching my third book now, and I, there's a lot you know, that I uh, need to tighten up in terms of my writing skills and stuff. So I went back to school. Seniors go to school free here. And so I'm in... Uh, African American uh, studies, of course, just a two-year degree, associate degree. I got about sixteen more hours to go, roughly sixteen more. Not not quite that many, but that'll get me uh, out of there probably next summer. I probably have to go to summer school and take a class, and I'll be finished with it. And I'm really having a good time because, uh, believe it or not, uh, you know, like oh, I'm seventy, and uh, even at seventy, there's a lot that. Uh, I don't know. Even doing research for the last 15, 20 years <laughs> into uh, my family's history here in Georgia, and still there's a lot I didn't know, and I, I'm just so thankful that uh, I uh, decided to go back. Oh, yeah, the kids, I mess around with, you know, 19, 20, 21-year-old kids there in college, and uh, they think I'm a relic, <laughs> an ancient relic. Uh, and, but I, I, you know, I find it challenging, uh, to, uh, to, uh, uh, get involved with some of the younger uh, minds, uh, today. And, uh, you know, I, I, uh, pick up, uh, quite a bit of information, quite a bit of knowledge from those young folks. And likewise, uh, hopefully I, I, you know, I share my uh, life experiences with them, and they enjoy it. You know, give me a lot of respect, and I, I really am having a, a good time in there. And I really am uh, uh, glad that I uh, got back in the, to school. Like I said, it's free, and I'm retired. I have everything else to do anyway. 
it's always good once you retire, folks, don't just sit down and do anything, even though I do this program, this blog talk uh, talk show here every Saturday, uh, just to keep active. And uh, I like talking, and I like uh, 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 history. I like the history of uh, my people. I'm an American of African descent, you Yeah, my family been here uh, some eight generations. My great-great-great-grandmother go back to 1784, born here in uh, Troop County, Georgia, uh, 1784. So my family's been here. Damn, this is the Mayflower, yeah. (laughs) Almost since the Mayflower, we have been here in Georgia. So, you know, I'm indigenous to the country. I was here before the country was formed at least before the Constitution was uh, rolled out in uh, in 1789, 1787, I guess it was. But, uh, yeah, my family's been right here. And uh, so I always identify by my nationality, American first. So I'm an American of African descent. That's all I am. People have been naming us. Uh, this and that colored with a small. I was colored with a small C when I was born on my birth certificate. A couple of years later, uh, my younger sister was colored with a capital C. A older brother, a younger brother, was born in '51. He was a Negro. Uh, so we've been everything. Mulattoes. My family's been everything here in this country. But I uh, decided to just uh, uh, name myself. <laughs> So when he, when they uh, say what what are you, I'm an American of African descent. That's what I am. Not Afro American. I'm not black. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm just an American of African descent. That's it. So cut down on the confusion, yeah. We yeah. This history class, this is the introduction to uh, African American uh, studies that, that I have. Uh, we got into the argument, where did uh, African-American come from? Well, we decided that it was around 1968, Jesse Jackson, believe it or not, uh, coined that phrase. That uh, uh, we was Afro-American, uh, was black in the heyday of the Black Beautiful Movement back in the early 60s, coming out of the Civil Rights March. Then around 1968, Jesse Jackson, well, we just make ourselves African-American. That's it, just African. That sounds good. Although I, uh, that's, uh, I have no problem with that, except that I like to identify my nationality at where I am now, in my uh, 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 in my uh, view of the world. I, I just uh, identify myself as an American of African descent. You know, don't nothing ambiguity, uh, uh, no ambiguity uh, in it. It's what I am. I was born here in America. I go back eight generations here in this country, so I am an American, and I am of uh, African descent. Hey, you got me Hushmo here driving this train tonight, y'all. Welcome, welcome to Facebook friends. What's up? How y'all doing? Got some really good. Uh, uh, Conversations going on on Facebook you know, over the last week or so. <laughs> uh, a lot of folks had birthdays uh, and uh, just all kind of crazy stuff going out there on that uh, internet. Yeah, y'all be careful out there. Y'all be careful out there because uh, some crazy, crazy, crazy stuff be going on out there on that internet. Although I uh, 
I worked in IT like 40 years, so I, I know my way around the internet pretty well. I mean, I, just, I, I ain't no shame in my game. I ain't got nothing to hide <laughs> for the most part. You know, am I political? I'm just as political as everybody else. Is anybody political? I advocate on behalf of Americans that I said. There's no crime in that. So I don't have too much to hide. I do have a lot of fun with this uh, and having a lot of fun with uh, keeping up with this uh, Republican presidential race. Yeah, they got, uh, I think it's down to what now, 14 uh, candidates. Ben Carson's head to Jordan to uh, interview some Syrian interviewed a refugee that he said shouldn't come in the country. If they shouldn't come in the country, what you going over there messing with them for? They leave them alone. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that thing is uh, it's almost scary. That African uh, field that they got. thing is, it's only a couple of them that I, you know, I, that probably would be... Uh, I would be happy with any of them, but if one of them had to be president, I probably would feel better if it was somebody like uh, this Bush guy, although his brother wouldn't work for Flip, but I'd be more comfortable with him than just about any of the rest of them. And then uh, John Kasich from Ohio, and uh, those are the only two that I would probably be uh, halfway comfortable with as president of this country. Uh, but they can't <laughs> they can't get past the crazy. <laughs> they can't get past Donald Trump and uh, Ben Carson and Ted Cruz and uh, this Rubio. This is a migrant from Cuba. <laughs> well, family's from Cuba. I don't. Hey, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> he was born where? I don't know where he was born. He said he was born in Miami. Oh, uh, somewhere around there. So I got out of Cuba, running from Castro. He may be a Castro plant. Who's to say that his family wasn't a Castro plant, a plant in Spain for Cuba all these years? Did anybody, uh, Veda, was his family vetted when they came in the 50s <laughs> during that uh, uprising down there in Cuba? Did anybody vet Marco Rubio's family or Tia's Cruz's father who was running from uh, uh, down that way? Did anybody vet them? Now the Syrians get vetted, uh, the refugees from over there get vetted two years. Did anybody vet Marco Rubio's family when they ran out of Cuba on a on a darn boat back in the fifties? There, y'all, and now they want everybody. They don't want nobody in this country. They got here <laughs> some kind of way. Their parents got here. Uh, they were uh, uh, so uh, 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 crazy about stopping uh, the flow of uh, immigrants uh, when they came. When their parents got uh, came this way, what are you talking about? What make you so different or special than uh, the Syrian refugees uh, fleeing from uh, the inhumanities of their fellow man up there in Syria? What 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 make your family different that uh, uh, they can't uh, come into the country? <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, just think about it. What make your family so different that uh, they can't come into the country? Uh, although uh, 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 your parents did. Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, in fact, was born in Canada. We're not even sure whether he's uh, uh, qualified to run for president. As far as I'm concerned, he's not. As far as I'm concerned, he's not. This guy's born in Canada. Constitutionally, you got to be a, 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 a born in America. 
He was born in Canada, and I'm not sure where Marco Rubio was born. Anybody seen his birth certificate? Is anybody looking for it? It's crazy, y'all. They're talking about, uh, and here's uh, somebody needs to ask Julio Ruby, uh, what's this, this ex mayor of New York, uh, Julie, uh, Rudy Giuliani. Giuliani? Giuliano? Rudy Giuliana. Giuliani? One who thinks uh, Vladimir Putin is such a great leader. Now, there's a leader. He done got <laughs> bogged down over in Syria and been in there uh, uh, all of a month and a half and then got 300 Russians killed. <laughs> 250 of them killed on the plane. He been in there three months messing around with the Syrians and got 300 of his people killed. Got a military jet shot down. <laughs> These people talking about how great a leader Putin is. <laughs> right. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Stop all that craziness. If this president was white, they'd be trying to run it for a third term, y'all, right now. They'd be trying to run it for a third term if he was white, right now. I'm just saying, y'all. And I, you know, I... <laughs> I'm just calling it like I hear, like I see it. Hey, you know, I bought all out here to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. Now, necessity, sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on blog talk, yeah. Although we don't like to get loud. We like to keep everything on an even keel. We try to. Uh, we... I was telling some of my uh, contemporaries. Is that what they are? Contemporaries, somebody that. Uh, yeah, they, 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 they. My contemporaries, I suppose. Turkey shoots down Russian plane. Oh, that was Turkey Day. Day before Turkey shot down a Russian jet. When our M16s. Hey, I thought Russian folks have such a sophisticated uh, airplane and this and that. And uh, <laughs> Turkey, Turkey told them to stay out of the airspace now. You know, whether they should have shot that plane out, I don't know. But they did warn uh, uh, Putin to keep his plane out of their airspace. It wasn't the first time they'd been in it. They done violated uh, Turkey's airspace about three or four times, y'all. And Turkey said they got tired of it. The turkey said they got tired of that stuff. You should be able to keep your planes. Uh, if you're going to bomb Syria, then you ain't bombing. Who are you supposed to be bombing anyway? You're bombing some of our folks. And uh, that thing that thing might get ugly, y'all. I think it's going to get uglier before it gets better. Ain't no doubt. Because, uh, well, one thing, Russia's economy is, is, is sucking wind right now. So they can't... Uh, they uh they can't spend too much money over there messing around in uh uh <laughs> messing around in uh, Syria. Uh, they they go broke over there. They've been fighting over there for two thousand years. They've been fighting over there for two thousand years, y'all. Uh, and <laughs> it ain't no easy uh a fix there. You can go bankrupt messing around over there. You can go especially a couple uh country like Russia who's uh already have the economy's already uh in in dire straits. 
they could go broke over there messing around uh, in that place. Somebody better tell them. But the right wing here think Putin is that great, great leader that uh, <laughs> he make our pre- president look weak. Our president ain't got no 300 American killed since they've been over there uh, for the last year in Syria. He ain't got 300 people killed. Uh, our citizen. Now, that's just a fact, y'all. That's just a fact. Yeah, that that thing is still is still a serious situation over there, y'all. You know, Turkey is a member of NATO. Turkey is a member of NATO. Were Russia to retaliate some kind of way and start shooting down Turkey planes and stuff? That that's got all the possibilities in the world of drawing uh, NATO right in the middle of that thing, uh, it, uh, thus drawing us right in the middle of a conflict with Russia. Now I I don't think Russia want to get involved in that. We certainly don't. We don't want to get involved in no uh, shooting war with Russia. Uh, we we kill a bunch of them now. <laughs> we we kill a bunch of them, but I don't think that's where the president want to go. And certainly the country, they don't want to see the president kill all those uh, Caucasians over there. I'm just saying, y'all, if a war came down, a lot of white people would get killed in Russia. A lot. <laughs> a lot. And uh, that's just a fact. Chicago's on is about to blow up. About uh, the murder of the 17-year-old teenager some 17 months ago, they finally released uh, the picture showing where the the white officer shot the young teenager some 16 times, uh, 15 of them while he was laying on his stomach on the ground, face down. <laughs> and uh, you wonder why the people are upset when they uh, see stuff like that. In fact, they had to get a court order t- uh, to uh, make the police uh, release the uh, video of that incident. Had, had they not got that court order, I don't know uh, a when, uh, if they uh, even ever would have uh, released it. Chances are they probably would not have. Uh, but as soon as they released it, the, the district attorney filed a first-degree murder charge on the police. And this district attorney is a little shaky. She uh, had a couple of her cases thrown out for filing the wrong uh, uh, indictment, for filing the wrong indictment on a couple of police cases. Now, this first-degree murder, now, it's hard to convince a, a convicted uh, policeman of first-degree murder, no matter what, no matter if he did just... Uh, <laughs> Uh, kill uh, this kid. It's hard to convict him on that. Whether she should have charged him with uh, first degree murder or uh, uh, some kind of manslaughter uh, uh, may have been a, a better uh, chance of convicting this dude. Cause that's, they, there's no, nothing to say. Even you see it right there on film. There's no guarantee that this guy is going to get convicted or, of anything, let alone first degree uh, uh, murder. Uh, I have my doubts up there in that place. I have my doubts about it. 
I, I don't trust that system at all, y'all, when it comes to uh, prosecuting police officers for uh, murdering and, and killing uh, uh, black males. Uh-uh. It don't, uh, I don't trust the system. I do not trust that system. So I'm 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 going to be keeping a close uh, eye on it and reporting back to my my Facebook my cyberspace friends that uh, tune into the Hushmo Black Forum. Y'all tell a friend about us. We come to you live in living color every Saturday over Blog Talk Radio. You can find us at Hushmo H U H H U S H M O B L A C K. That's hushmoblack.com. You can go there and follow us uh, from there. You can get to our Facebook page. Uh, follow us there or on Facebook. Tell your friends about us. Uh, we advocate for social justice on behalf of Americans of African descent. We cover a, a variety of uh, subject matter, anything that affects our uh, community. We uh, will uh, talk about it and discuss it and break it down for you. Uh, yeah, that's what we do out here. It's about, uh, wow, it's about uh, 29 minutes past the hour of 7, y'all. We're going to take a quick pause for the calls here, and uh, we'll be right back. After the break, y'all, y'all hang in there. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Welcome back, uh, welcome back to the National Black Forum. We uh, get this thing started over again here. Yeah, we have to. We don't know. We're taping this thing, trying to see what kind of results we get from doing a videotape of it for the first time. Maybe we can uh, share some of the show with you all on YouTube. The whole thing wrong with video, they uh, can kind of get me eating popcorn and all that stuff, which uh, I don't mind, but it's kind of rude. When you're on the air, you'll be trying to eat and... uh, uh, (laughs) Talk at the same time. Uh, we're looking at a uh, recount of the the seventies, uh, November What's going on then? I know I just moved back down here to Atlanta from New Jersey in 74. But all kind of crazy stuff was going on then, just like it is now. I mean, the more things change, the more they seem to stay the same, uh, if you will. So, uh, yeah, ain't nothing changed. Are we running, y'all? I really don't know whether this thing is taping or not. Hopefully it is. I guess it's running. We're taping to uh, what the uh, the A car. So we got we got sixty four gigs of uh, space out there. That's one thing I like about uh, this new camera that I picked up. I know one thing. We're going to change wardrobes at the next break. Uh, <laughs> we, we're going to change wardrobes at the next break. Where are we at here? Ran into a... Uh, if it don't be... If I don't get anything else out of this uh, history class, y'all, I want to uh, thank my professor for turning me on to the gentleman that uh, authored this book, New Dimensions in African History. Uh, One Dr. John Henry Clark. Professor Clark... uh, Just one of our most... Uh, one of our greatest sociologists, John Henry Clark. I, and I, I, for the life of me, I still can't believe that I uh, it took this long in my life to uh, stumble across him. Dr. John Henry Clark, y'all. Y'all check him out. John Henry Clark, uh, New Dimensions in 
African American history is just one of one of his uh, works. I mean, this guy is a prolific uh, writer. Uh, he's he's uh, long gone now. He died in uh, 1998, I believe. Uh, yeah, 1998. He was born in Alabama, I think, around 1915. So he, he. Uh, but this guy, you can pull him up on YouTube. Pull, pull up his work. He, you know, got one of the greatest minds that I've uh, ran across when it comes to dealing with uh, our history, uh, Americans of African descent, and you know, uh, Africa's uh, history period in the diaspora, diaspora. This guy's uh, one of the real, real heavyweights, y'all. I, I, he is one of the real, real heavyweights. Uh, Dr. John Henry Clark. Uh, and if I, you know, just just me being introduced to him, uh, if I didn't get anything else out of that class, uh, that uh, uh, to me uh, uh, make make the whole class worthwhile. For me, if I, I, I didn't get anything else out of it, but I got a lot out of it. Like even at my age, I mean, I've lived a long time and lived a lot. A part, of, you know, I've been through a lot of this history here in this country. Uh, when I was born in 1945, you know, we was living under separate but equal. Uh, we was living under separate but something. It wasn't equal. <laughs> what? What? Nothing equal about it, y'all. But uh, yeah. Uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. FDR was the president when I, I was born. Uh, uh, Ellis Arnold. Ellis Arnold, as uh, the French would pronounce it, was governor here in Georgia. Ellis Arnold. Uh, one of the most progressive governors the state of Georgia has ever seen. <laughs> Since then and before. Before then and since then, uh, Ellis Arnold was one of the most progressive governors the state of Georgia has ever seen, and a great governor. Now, a lot of people would disagree with that, because one of the things that Ellis Arnold did around 1944, y'all, was get rid of the poll tax here in Georgia. He was the governor who got rid of that poll tax. That's where people had to pay uh, essentially to vote, y'all. Uh, yeah, that kept thousands of uh, blacks from uh, voting here in the state of Georgia, the poll tax, and throughout the South. Uh, one of the methods that uh, kept blacks away from the uh, voting booths, the poll tax. I mean, it wasn't that much, 15, 20, 25 cents. It was a lot of money back then, y'all. People was picking cotton for fifteen cent a hundred back in those days. So that was a lot of money. Fifteen cent was a lot of money. It may take you a half a day to try to come up with a hundred pounds of cotton. It may take you a damn near a whole day to pick a hundred pounds of cotton. And you <laughs> and they go <laughs> and they want to charge you a whole day's labor to vote. And you didn't have nothing, to, no choice in Canada to vote for. <laughs> it was so. Uh, oh yeah, those was uh, those were some difficult days. Uh, 
uh, when I came into this world in 1945 in Henry County, Georgia, Hampton, Georgia, right in the middle of a cotton field, you know. Those were uh, some, uh, you think these are trend times. <laughs> Those were some real, real, real trying times, you know. <laughs> Uh, so I lived through a lot of the history that uh, that's being presented in this uh, in the course that I'm taking uh, introduction to African American studies, which still I'm learning. Uh, I'm still learning quite a bit from uh, this course, and like I said, while while I'm learning, uh, hopefully uh, my fellow students are uh, uh, gaining some insight, uh, some uh, views from uh, someone my age uh, that they otherwise wouldn't get from, you know, if I uh, was not in that class. Uh, So it's a two-way street. I'm learning from the young folks, and they are uh, picking up some of my uh, perspectives on on things as it... uh, transpired throughout my uh, my 70 years and uh, it works well I, I, I'm enjoying it I only got I might have 16 more hours to go before I finish this thing so uh, I'm going to make the most of, it, uh, most of it although I got one more algebra test as soon as I get through that thing there'll be no more math for the hush mo <laughs> uh-uh. we're going to we <laughs> We're going to school to be no mathematician, y'all. So we won't be, uh, we won't be, first of all, we won't be needing any more math, and uh, we won't be taking no more. <laughs> we certainly are not going to take it just for the sake of taking it. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so we, uh, yeah, we'll be finished with it. And uh, uh, it was kind of stressful. Uh, the only thing is, I might have to take Spanish over again. I got well. I am going to take Spanish one and two. I'm going to do that next summer, I believe, when I don't have anything else to do, so I can uh, get my associate in uh, African American studies. If not, it'll just be a general associate's uh, uh, degree in general studies, which is which is good. The only thing, uh, if I get if I get it, uh, in particularly uh, African American studies, I got to take a language. And I want to take Spanish anyway. It's just uh, it'll take me a little while longer to uh, have to stay about another semester just taking Spanish. But uh, so I'm I'm gonna get out of it as quick as I can because I you know I, I'm working on my third book and mainly I just wanted the history uh, the history classes and like I said I've got so much out of uh, uh, the classes there uh, that uh, it's going to enhance my writing uh, uh, in the second book. I really want to do a lot uh, of writing on and research into my family's history uh, before they uh, came to the United States uh, back in. Uh, I, I, I'm thinking they got here around 18, uh, 17, 1752. The cameras that owned had my people as slaves. Uh, the white cameras came from. Initially Scotland, but they moved here from Ireland, I believe. They had moved down to Ireland there, but uh, they're part of that Cameron clan that's uh, still around today. Still around today, and I, I believe they first uh, got here in like eight, 
1752. Uh, my family uh, got uh, hooked up with them shortly thereafter. Uh, but I, I, like I said, I traced my great-great-great-grandmother uh, here in the state of Georgia uh, back uh, to 1784. Her parents, I, I, you know, haven't, I need to do a little more research to see if I can uh, hook up with uh, just who uh, her parents was. I can't, uh, I haven't, that's where I'm at now in my research. Uh, but I really want to look at, I had my DNA traced back to the Yoruba folks in uh, Nigeria, is where my father folks come from. And uh, try to get to do some uh, research into that, uh, those people, the Yoruba folks, a little more. And uh, I'm mainly interested in, or one of the things that I'm interested in in their uh, culture is their uh, religion. I know a little about it. Uh, they uh, had a monolithic god 6,000 years before the, uh, the Christians hit that part of Africa. Ola Dumar. Ola Dumar was uh, how they referred to their uh, god over there, the Yoruba. And uh, that religion is a powerful uh, a religion. A lot of folks uh, uh, practice uh, under that god, Ola Dumar. Uh, uh, I want to find out more about it. Chances are it's the same god that I worship since it's how there's only one God Almighty, and uh, uh, all, a lot of folks got a different name for God Almighty, whether it be uh, uh, Yahweh or uh, Allah or uh You know, all those names is for uh, human consumption. All those names for human consumption. The first time somebody asked God, if you look at the Bible, if you, you know, believe anything that Bible says, I believe with Moses, that's God. What should I, who should I tell the people sent me? And he said, tell them that I am that I am sent you. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's his thing. I am that I am. Uh, I don't try to attach any, or the Jehovah or whatever, I don't try to attach any other name to him other than I am that I am. Uh, he's everything, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so I, I, I go at it like that, you know. Now, a lot of people uh, will... Uh, put up a serious uh, a fight with you about uh, especially the Jehovah Witness. You talk to some of those folks. Yeah. That's, God's name is Jehovah. It's right there in the book. Yeah, it does say that in the Bible. It also says that uh, something about folks didn't have enough faith to uh, 
believe in a spiritual God. And they needed something uh, uh, more human in nature to uh, before they would uh, believe in it. And that's where all these different uh, things come from. A lot of them is there just for man's uh, consumption because man didn't have faith enough to believe in this uh, spiritual God that's within my Christ spirit within me is uh, my hookup with uh, my God I don't, you know, I don't know about anybody else I try just to keep up with me because at the end of the day when I uh, when I get out of here it's, it's not going to be uh, me and a whole bunch of other folks. <laughs> uh, it's just going to be me uh, and the man upstairs. <coughs> now, so I try to uh, just deal with, uh, you know, what I believe in. Yeah, I, you know, it's hard to argue with someone about their religion. You know, you try to share your uh <coughs> faith with them as how you know as far as you uh, understand it I tell them about what I believe in and uh, but then if you know I don't I don't like to go past there you know I'm not I don't uh, try to force my religion on anyone like uh, some of those folks over there they killing people in the name of some deity uh <laughs> And uh, somehow that's going to make them or get them somewhere uh, after they leave here. I, I haven't figured that one out yet. Uh, who are you killing pe- people for? And you know your reward is going to be some kind of uh, promise in the hereafter for killing people. Can people see it? So uh, you know I don't buy that. I don't buy that. No. The Destruction of Black Civilization, y'all, by Chancellor Williams. A great read. Uh, We got into that a little bit in my class. Uh, uh, Chancellor Williams was a Morehouse graduate. He was also a Rhodes Scholar. but uh, he did research into uh, the destruction of uh, black civilization, some of the great black civilizations that existed way. Uh, this thing go back from 4500 B.C. to 2000 A.D. He traced the history of black civilizations, rise and fall of them in the mainland continent of Africa. Some of the Ethiopian uh Civilizations, the old Songhai, uh, Mali. Uh, uh, there's been some great, great uh, black civilizations there, including Egypt. <laughs> including Egypt. This guy made the case that uh, Egypt was uh, uh, the oldest daughter of uh, Ethiopia. Uh, since Ethiopia's oldest daughter, Egypt. Uh, 
people don't like to hear. Well, they think Egypt was somehow uh, uh, the way Egypt is today. But Egypt was black at one time. After folks there was black, several of the uh, several of the pharaohs uh, was black. Uh, Egypt sits in the continent uh, of Africa, so everybody there is African. <laughs> everybody born in Egypt is African. That's uh, uh, just a fact, yeah. So anyway, uh, y'all pick this up. Chancellor Williams, The Destruction of Black Civilization. Uh, A great, great read. I recommend it. I recommend it highly, y'all. Got one more. as the car here. This is a professor of mine's book. Y'all pick this book up. as the car. The Story of Sugar. Uh... I'm gonna try to get this author on on my show and interview one day. He uh he wrote the story about the sugar, the fall of the sugar empire, uh in some of those little islands down there in the Caribbean, uh Dominican Republic uh in particular is uh was his uh, main uh his main uh subject. Dr. Alan Cambero. Uh, he teaches down at the school that I go and does great. Uh, I thought he was a pretty good uh, professor. A lot of folks uh, have some issues with uh, some of his personality, but the guy's a real knowledgeable person. And I wanted so badly to take to take him in Spanish. He taught Spanish in African-American culture. Uh, they took away his Spanish classes. Some of you can get along with the kids there. They weren't used to a real professor. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, Atlanta Metropolitan uh, College was making a great, great mistake if they uh, got rid of that guy. <laughs> They'd be making a terrible mistake if they got rid of him. Absolutely. That guy's, uh, yeah, they'd be making a mistake if they got rid of him, and uh, I don't know, they got him going through a few hoops right now, but uh, good professors is hard to come by, uh, especially at black schools. Good professors are hard to come by, y'all. Those are the ones that uh, grow our young folks' minds and uh, turn uh, them into productive uh, <laughs> uh, uh, productive uh, citizens in uh, the society, y'all. Those college professors... Uh, 
they're indispensable in the, the development of our uh, in the development of our young folks. Those college professors are indispensable. And uh, yeah, I got I learned so much in that class. Like I said, I'm I've been to college years, fifty years ago, but uh, I'm still learning. I am still learning, y'all. When y'all retire out there, don't don't just go home and sit down. <laughs> uh-uh. Don't go home and sit down and get back up and do something else. Find something else to do with your man because your man has to remain active at all times. Your man's got to remain active at all times. You can't you can't allow for it to uh, to uh, become uh, stale and just to dry up. I know so many of my friends retired, and within a year, uh, a lot of them did. A lot of them have worked all their life, and they retired within a year's time. They were out of here, y'all. They were out of here. Not to, not to say that uh, if they had a <laughs> start got back in school and uh, did this or that, that they'd be around here today. But I'm just saying, just because you retire from that 30-, 40-year job, mule that you've uh, <laughs> been dealing with all your life, don't allow yourself to become too uh, uh, at ease. Uh-uh, you want to uh, you want to always uh, keep active. Keep active, y'all. <clears throat> Keep active. <clears throat> they got something on TV, something on uh, CNN, y'all, dealing with uh, a look back at the 70s, the volatile 70s. The 70s was crazy. I see this guy, uh, what's the guy, Archie Bunker, <laughs> Patty Hearst, Richard Nixon, uh, Studio 54. There's some crazy things going on. Wild times in the 70s, y'all. The disco era. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a little nostalgia, y'all. Dealing with the 70s. Uh, how many of y'all remember the 70s? Y'all ain't that, y'all ain't that young. Come on. Jimi Hendrix. Bad, bad boy, Hendrix, guitar player. The husband was going to teach himself how to play guitar. I think I'm going to get me a guitar for Christmas. I better put my uh, on one of my Christmas lists. Guitar. I want to teach myself how to play. Give me something else to uh, try to master my old age. <clears throat> See if I could master the guitar. I've always wanted to play a uh, some kind of instrument, and uh, I took music appreciation last uh, semester in school. There's another thing I appreciate appreciated about getting back into school. Music uh, music appreciation really learned quite a bit about uh, music and how to appreciate it, how to listen to to different types of music, whether it be hip hop or Beethoven. Hip hop or Beethoven, you know? If you try 
John Lennon, y'all, talking about Imagine. That was a big song back in the 70s. I don't know, he got killed right after he brought that song out. Talking about Imagine. <laughs> if, imagine a world where all the people shared in all the wealth. You know he wasn't going to last long. We have to come up with some stuff like that. His wife was about to share the wealth with all the people. Yeah, he was dead too. Uh, He was dead two, uh, a month or so after he uh, released that record. <laughs> imagine all the... Imagine uh, if there's no heaven. Mm. <laughs> hey, y'all. Uh, it's about... Uh, what is it here? About... Uh, Five minutes after eight, y'all. We're going to take another quick pause for the calls here. We'll be right back. Y'all hanging there. You got me hushmo. When we think we're recording, we're not. Because that thing wasn't real, was it? <laughs> I don't know, y'all. I got this thing all backwards here. When I think I'm recording, I'm not. And when I am recording, I'm screwing up here. We're going to pause it, though. We'll be right back. Advocated on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us, Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., right here in cyberspace.
Hey, welcome back, Gus. Welcome back, Gus. Welcome back to the Nashville Black Forum. This is our, uh, we enter our second hour here. It's about, uh, well, it's about 10 minutes after 8. It's more like 13 after 8 in the ATL, yeah. Welcome back to the Nashville Black Forum. We, uh, Just, just looking at uh, some of the things that uh, CNN is running this uh, rerun of uh, the 1970s, and uh, wow, just kind of get you thinking back. Uh, just, just uh, 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 got you. Uh, Got me uh, having all these flashbacks to uh, the 1970s and the craziness uh, 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 that was going on there. Uh, wow, Cat Stevens. <laughs> Where are these people at now? Half of them are dead. Half of these people are dead now, y'all. Wow. But I enjoyed I really did enjoy the seventies. I I did move back to Atlanta. I was living in New Jersey. Uh with my family. And uh that place truth be known, uh the state of New Jersey in nineteen 19- Seventy-three. I was paying more tax in the state of New Jersey in nineteen seventy-three, y'all, than what I'm paying here in Atlanta today. And that's just a fact. <laughs> that 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 is a fact. That's how crazy uh, that tax thing is up there. When Christie come out, he he's supposed to be this great governor. Taxes in New Jersey in nineteen. 19- 73 was higher. This is a property tax. My property tax was higher than what I pay uh, here in Georgia today in uh, 2015. Yeah. I, could, I would stay in New Jersey again for nothing. I would stay in New Jersey again for nothing. Yeah. Oh, no, not me. No. I ain't got nothing against people to stay there. I got some good friends still stay there. <laughs> mhm. I got some good friends that still stay there. Oh yeah, this is a smoking studio here, y'all. I, I smoke cigars. Mhm. I smoke cigars. That's a good thing about uh, recording out of your own studio. You can uh, you have some liberties that you wouldn't otherwise have dealing with uh, uh, a studio uh, owned by uh, someone else. <laughs> hey, hey, ain't no shame in my game, y'all. We uh, 
Yeah. Was that Sheer? Like Sheer, was Sheer around in the 70s? Yeah, I guess she was. No, that's not Sheer, that's all. I'm not sure who that character is. Uh, <coughs> mm mm. Uh-huh. Fleetwood Mac, yeah. Fleetwood Mac was pretty tough. Now I, uh, I uh, got some of their stuff. Had a couple of ladies in there and a couple of dudes. I believe the original band. Lindsey Buckingham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, I got some of these music from the 70s. Still got some of these wax. Yeah. Uh, and, and what I'm doing right now with my music from that era, the old uh, LPs and things, I'm slowly uh, starting to uh, digitize them. I got me a uh, turntable, a USB turntable that I'm recording a lot of those old albums out on, uh, on disc. And... Uh, One of my chillers came over and uh, relieved the of about a hundred albums, and now I, you know, I hope I don't have to run my albums down. I, I hope they get back here like they left, because I, you know, I ain't, they've been sitting in the closets here for years. <laughs> and uh, but I was uh, over to over to her place the other day, and she had my albums just blasting. They were sounding so good. She got one of these old. Uh, old uh, turntables uh, that will look like an old turntable, record player turntable thing. You see them selling. She got one of those things and had 
I came over and ripped my albums off, and she was over there playing them, the old Temptations stuff, the old Four Tops. Oh, that stuff was sounding so good. I said, well, I, I'm going to have to get my albums back. Now, a lot of them I've got, I've already converted over to uh, to digital, and I don't hardly play the albums anymore. In fact, they just sit in my closet. But I'm, I, one time, I bet I had three or four hundred albums if I had one. Yeah, I had three or four hundred albums in my music collection, you know. And I still still got a lot of them today, I mean. And uh, I still like that sound. There's something a little different about the sound. Uh, uh, but uh sounds a little uh, clearer than uh, the digital stuff that they... Uh, that you have to use these days. Although digital is is great, I mean, well, my Falcons, y'all, uh, they play the Minnesota Vikings tomorrow. We got to get that win too. We we have got to get that win, y'all. We started out five and nothing, y'all. We we don't won one game since. <laughs> and now we five. What what are we six and four? We all lost four out of five games. Mm I don't like the way we play playing. I don't know if that's coaching or what. I don't like the way we're playing, but I think our young running back, Kevin Coleman, I'm picking him to have a big, big day tomorrow. I think this is we're going to see him at his very best. And I think he's gonna shock a lot of folks. As soon as they get him in the uh, get him in some open space, he's gonna start the game. Uh, uh, he's gonna start that game. He's gonna have a lot of carries. So I'm looking for that guy to break 150 yards tomorrow. Yeah, that guy can run. Yeah, <clears throat> Kevin Coleman out of uh, Indiana. I think he's gonna shock some folks when they see him. Mm-hmm. That guy can run. I think he's going to shock some folks. When he get a chance, he'll have a chance to uh, to get uh, 20, 25 touches. And uh, he's going to open up some eyes. <clears throat> Like I said, we we're going to uh, we're going to be moving into a brand new studio here, y'all. Probably the first of the year. Now we'll see after my birthday. My birthday is February, so sometime after February, hopefully. That's Mike, y'all. That's Mike Wynn.
Stevie Wonder was the person to do that for music in the 70s. Yeah, Stevie, very superstitious, yeah. Hey. I, you know, I, uh, some of the greatest, greatest music ever that uh, Americans of African descent ever produced uh, came about during the 60s. Yeah. I, I, Soul Trey. Jackson the J five, y'all. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, one of the all time entertainers there. I don't know what happened to Mike. He uh I don't know what happened to Michael Jackson. <clears throat> one of our greatest entertainers, y'all. He uh I don't know. He died way too young, way too early. A lot of our great music. Uh, entertainers and artists uh, got out of here way too quick. From Michael Jackson to Otis Redding to Otis died in a plane crash to Jimi Hendrix to uh, you name it. Barry Whitey was died fairly young. So it, uh, 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 just so many of our great Whitney Houston, she got out of here way too soon. Uh, Isaac Hayes, uh, you know, so many folks was in the prime, or Billy Stewart or Donny Hathaway. Uh, imagine the music those folks would have put out had they lived. <laughs> imagine the music, uh, uh, Sam Cooke would have put out. Imagine the music that guy would have put out had he lived past his 30th, 32nd birthday or whatever it was. He was young when he died. Imagine all of the music uh, these great, great artists would have put out had they uh, lived out the uh, live to live to be mine. Seventy. Imagine the amount of music that the world uh, uh, would uh, uh, have uh, have enjoyed from them uh, had they lived a full life. It's just just uh, mind blowing to think uh, what could have came out of some of those artists. <laughs> uh, 
uh, we was cheated, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. We was cheated uh, out of some great, 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 great uh, music uh, by their death. Mm. I am a music lover, y'all. Y'all gather that by now. The Hushman loves the music. Uh, and I, all kinds of music. I, I listen to all kinds of music, and my kids are just like me. They listen to all kinds country, uh, blues, rap, uh, R&B, uh, <laughs> blues, uh, jazz. They come to the waterfront when it comes to music, and they got that from me. And uh, I got two daughters, yeah. And uh, they uh, take some of their, uh, I guess, personalities and ways after, you know, kids take after their parents for the most part, some of their ways and personalities. And I can see some of that in my uh, daughters. Uh, hey, we got a free call in, y'all. One eight 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 five eight eight three eight one four. We don't take many calls out here on the Hushville Black Forum, although we will take a call or two uh, if you got something to say that uh, you know I want to. Want the hushboat to break something down for you? We cipher stuff. We cipher all of uh, the BS uh, going up and coming down. <laughs> we break it down to you, trying to make sense out of things that uh, just don't make no sense. Uh, you know, uh, get caught up in something that you can't, uh, just don't understand. Uh, running past the hushboat, we'll try to uh, make sense of it for you. That's what we do. We cipher stuff out here on the hushboat black for for our audience. The long and mighty walk, y'all. Y'all check that out. The long and mighty walk, Doctor John Henry Clark. Go to YouTube and Google John Henry Clark and uh, check out the, the Long and Mighty Walk. It's about a 35-minute documentary out there on YouTube. He's got quite a few uh, pieces out there. You, you want to check all of them out because this guy is really, 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 really a heavy, uh, a heavy uh, advocate for America's African descent way back when, you uh, uh, he died in 1998, but I am amazed at how how I missed him. I, I'm still, I'm just thankful that uh, I did uh, bump into him. Uh, by getting back in school, I uh, bumped into this guy. <clears throat> the death of r- rhythm and blues. When the rhythm and blues died. Tonight. 
Ireland is very big. To get around, this is 707, the kind of plane President Nixon uses. But the President's plane doesn't have an organ, nor a 15-foot mirrored bar, nor in the private quarters does it have two bedrooms and a fireplace. I'm a bit upset that there's no food table on Americans are now spending two billion dollars a year on music. That's a million more than the whole movie industry grosses from ticket sales in one year. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of money being spent back in those days on music. They say two billion dollars a year in nineteen seventy three. Hmm. I don't know what that would be now. But shit probably a hundred billion dollars spent on music today. Worldwide. Yeah, easy. They're stones. Seems like I've seen this before here, but uh, I guess you could go to uh, something like C-SPAN, not C-SPAN, but public television and get this. Yeah, <clears throat> Bruce Springsteen, the balls. <clears throat> I don't know, y'all. What else we got here? What what else going on? Anybody? Cops shooting teenager in Chicago. We covered that. Uh, we covered the uh, maniac going into uh, the... Uh, Planned Parenthood uh, facility out in Colorado Springs. They're killing three people, including one policeman, shooting up nine others. Four policemen shot and wounded. And uh, somehow this guy walked out of there unscathed, put his hands up and said, I surrender. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I don't wish nobody any kind of violent uh, uh, end, but. 
If that guy had been black, that guy would have, they would have blew that whole building up, y'all. Come on. Ain't no way in the world he would have walked out of there with his hands up. Ain't no way in the world he would have walked out of that building after killing three people, one of them a cop, with his hands up. And uh, Oh, he going to plead insanity and might not do a thing. He going he to plead insanity, y'all, and might beat that whole thing. I'm just saying, he may not do a day. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We're gonna take another pause for the calls, y'all. It's about. Uh, what is it, about 16 minutes to nine here. We're going to take another break and try to pay some bills and come back and finish this thing out. Y'all you know, hanging there. You got me in the hush more. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmore Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Welcome back to Welcome back to the High School Facts Forum. We uh got just about fourteen more minutes before we close this thing down tonight. Uh it's Saturday, November twenty eighth, twenty fifteen. Last November after this show. Looks like we only got about four more shows for the entire year, y'all. That's how fast this year is going, y'all. December's here. And uh, it's just mind-boggling how fast uh, this year got away from them. Mm. It's crazy how time flies when you're having fun. Presidents say time flies even though turkeys don't. He was pardoning uh, the Thanksgiving turkey there at the White House. I don't know what a turkey do to that uh, does so bad that he has to be pardoned for. I know that uh, I think he keep him from getting uh, <clears throat> from having to uh, go on somebody's dinner table. I got to, uh, I like uh, going to school uh, with all the young folks. I got to uh, 
kind of understand where uh, where some of the rap is coming from and uh, uh, kind of learn to uh, uh, view it, I, I guess I would say, view it in a different uh, 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 in a different way. I, you know, I I still have some some uh, you know some uh, misgivings about some of the lyrics and things like that. But I I, I really do understand where a lot of the art the rap artists uh, is coming from, uh, trying to uh, uh, talk about uh, their environment and uh, yeah, throughout they uh, really are telling the story of their uh, own own the personal uh, environment, whether that be uh, in the hood or the ghetto, if you will, or where, uh, you know, and that that's pretty much uh, what rap is, what music is about, uh, uh, just a description of uh, someone's uh, uh, reality, pretty much, you know, when you... Uh, break it all down and uh, rap is still different although uh, uh, it's a little harsh for uh, for someone my age uh, I uh, came up in the 50s where uh, you uh, treated ladies like a lady and I, I still uh, uh, uh believe in uh, treating the lady like a lady, you know, until she showed me she's not a lady. But uh, I, you know, the age of chivalry will always be alive and well as long as I'm, uh, <laughs> as long as the husband was uh, alive and, you know, interacting with the, uh, with females and uh, whatnot. I got two daughters. I got three ladies in my life. And uh, so I, uh, I respect the uh, ladies, all of them. And, uh, now some of them, uh, some of them will uh, make you uh, want to treat them like a man. Some of them uh, come at you like that. Now, I, you know, I've seen it all, y'all. Oh, I've seen it all. <laughs> oh, but uh, you know, until they uh, demonstrate otherwise on first sight, uh, you know, I'm gonna automatically open the door for that lady and uh, uh, you know, be as gentlemanly as I can uh, when I'm interacting with a, a lady. So uh, I have no I have no problem. What, what's going on over there? Something, something happened here. We got some kind of, oh, did something come in? What's what's breaking in the news, y'all? Anything new out there going on that that just flashed? We got this alert that just came up. I don't know what it's about. Maybe I'll go out here and try. I got about five monitors, y'all, trying to keep my audience up to uh, date. Uh, oh yeah, I got, <laughs> I got a firsthand studio now as far as gathering news. I can pull all the news down right away. Right now. I'm more interested in how my audio is going to turn out for this show this evening here because I got uh, uh, some new audio equipment 
and hopefully it'll improve uh, my audio because I've been having some real some real uh, what Nancy Wilson is that? It ain't the real Nancy Wilson. <laughs> that could be the real Nancy Wilson. about out of here this evening. We're going to be uh, closing this thing down. Uh, y'all come back and uh, jump with us next Saturday, December. What is it, December 5th? December 5th, our first show in uh, the last month of the year. There's no black forum. We'll be right back. Here, same time, same station. Y'all tell a friend about us, and uh, 
be sure to come in and uh, go to my website, HeshmoBlack.com, to pick up my new book, Racism and Hate in American Reality. It's timely, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Hey, y'all, until next Saturday, uh, ciao. Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com.